Welcome back to the Hunch Punch podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am Helen Gaia Bailey from Hell on Heels, which is a lifestyle blog, a YouTube channel, a digital marketing business, and now a podcast. Yeah, and I am Stephen Bailey. I am Helen's husband. Um, I am kind of the man behind the brand. Um, yeah, I like that. Oh, look at you. I might have a new hashtag there. Um, <laughs> so I kind of just help out with everything Helen needs. Um the planner-ish behind it all, I guess. I love it. Yeah. He's my logistics man. There we go. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. And, you know, everything else that I don't want to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, This is our third episode of the Hunch Punch podcast, and we are officially live and out in the open. People know that we have started this. We officially announced it last week. It's been a pretty exciting week. You know, we announced on Friday and we were at Radio Silent for four days yep. on Instagram and all social media because we're really, really good at this. <laughs> Look, sometimes you need a break and you got to spend time with each other. Yeah. Well, you know, and your family. We and were with my family. parents this weekend. Mississippi State played Tennessee. Yeah, they did. Who won that game? You know, I didn't actually know for, because I had to leave. Oh, that's right. But yeah. So we were with my parents, but then I had to leave. I had something that afternoon, so I had to leave. And so I didn't actually see the end of the game, and I didn't even think to look it up until the next day. <laughs> and we haven't brought it up until right now. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, so for those who don't know, um, Helen's yeah. whole family is uh, – they, they went to Mississippi State. And yeah, I'm the first all... person not to go because I love Georgia. And we have this thing called the Hope Scholarship where if you have good grades, you get tuition paid for. So it was kind of dumb for me to leave. So I stuck around in Georgia. But she is still a Mississippi State Bulldogs fan. Go the original Bulldog, the real Bulldog, all those things, right? Yep. Um, I am a Tennessee Volunteers fan. Um, I have been since I was little. I did not go to Tennessee, unfortunately. Uh, well, fortunately as well, because we would never would have met if I went to Tennessee. But uh, when they hand you a bill for $60,000 a year, your parents look at you and they say, I'm sorry, this can't happen. And you reply back. I totally understand right. <laughs> because I don't want to be paying that for the rest of my life. Cause that's just an undergrad degree. That's yeah. not a doctorate. That's not a master's. Like you're making what all the other undergrads are, but you're coming away with four times the amount. And like you said, hope scholarship, stay in, you get tuition paid for. It's, it's kind of a win-win scenario to stay in, in the state. Absolutely. But we are still loyal to Mississippi state and Tennessee, even though we didn't go there. Um, and they only play each other every seven years. So the first time they played, we had only been together for a couple of months. Yep. And this time, obviously, we are married. Got some familial involvement with my parents. Um, so we were all together this weekend to watch the game, even though I had to leave Stephen with my parents and I left. So I didn't actually know who won the game. I forgot to look it up. I just had a lot going on like when I got home. Yeah. But yes, Tennessee won. Yeah, we did. Which is actually shocking because they are terrible horrible so bad which i don't even i can't even talk about what that means for mississippi state so we're just not going to hey but we're one and one now uh mississippi state crushed tennessee last time they played so this time now we're even next time in seven years we'll have a tiebreaker exactly (laughs) next time it'll be at state uh and we can use it as a reason to go see your family maybe yeah true that's that's my thought process behind it that's a good idea um, yeah, what else has been going on with us? Uh, finally feels like fall mm-hmm. in Atlanta. It's actually chill. My outfit, cold. my outfit is horrendous right now, but I'm warm. I have on an 80s 
sweater from a social that we had back in college. It's literally a sweatshirt that I cut the neck out of and it's like falling apart. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you were doing aerobics. When yeah, I look at my outfit. And then I have on my flamingo Christmas jammies. And uh, it was an excellent day though because I got to bring out my sparkle slippers. It was cold enough to bring them out. It's exciting time. It's always cold enough for me. My feet are always cold. So, yeah. So it's been a little chillier in Atlanta, but... We actually had to turn the heat on in our house. Yeah. It that's got a, really that's a big cold deal today. here in the South. It got really cold and it's been 96 for as long as I can remember. So yep. it's, it's pretty exciting that it is, a, it is chillier. I think when we woke up this morning, it was like 46 degrees. Yeah, you know? It was really cold this but morning. But there's no telling. Like by the time this comes out, it could be back to 70s and 80s. That's true. <laughs> you never yeah. know. We are, like we've said on the past few, we record this earlier. They go live on Tuesdays. Today it is Thursday. Last night, we just weren't feeling it. We, nah. we try and do it on Wednesdays, but the past two out of three, we've done it on Thursdays. So maybe Thursdays. Sometimes the middle, middle of the week is a little hard. You're just a little tired. We make it work. Uh, so, yeah. So I think that's pretty much all that's going on with us. Oh, except yeah. for the podcast went live. And we got approved on Apple, which we talked about a little bit last week that we were kind of waiting on Apple approval. And we decided to launch without it. But we have it now. So if you are listening to this on Spotify, but you prefer to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, we are available there. You can just search Hell on Heels. You can search the Hunch Pudge Podcast. Whatever you're feeling, we will come up. And if you don't mind, smash that subscribe button. Yeah, uh, I that feel would like be a, great. I feel like a YouTuber now. Smash that subscribe button. But we need Maybe it. grow, uh, throw a little rating our way. Uh, yeah. You know, you don't have to say five stars, but I feel like we're five-star people. So We would appreciate five stars as we're getting this kind of up and going. Yeah. The, the more engagement we get, the more subscribes, the more reviews we get, the higher we will rank on the Apple Podcast. And we really need all the help we can get here at the beginning. So if you are our friends, if you like listening to us, if you have no idea who we are and you stumbled on us by mistake, but you like what you hear, please just give us the five stars. We would really appreciate it just as we're starting out. Yeah, I feel like we got to stop now because we're getting Becky. So, you know, it's okay. I'm, I'm we not can't even, beg too much. I'm not even above it. You Look, know? let's just give them quality content and then the, the right. likes and reviews will come. Speaking of content, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about our anniversary. So, since this will come out on our anniversary, happy third anniversary. Thank you. Happy third anniversary to you, boo. It's been fun. Um, yeah. And I am looking forward to a lot more to come. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Me too. I guess I'll just throw that in there. Me too. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. about it. I like being married to you. I like being married to you too. So do we want to start out with our hot tips since we actually did it this week? Let's since, do it. Since I gave the assignment last time and didn't do it. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. So my hot tip for the anniversary podcast is to order more marriage certificates than you think you're going to need. However many you think you're going to need. I actually have talked about this on Instagram stories before, but I like truly believe it. However many you think you are going to need, you need to double that. That's got us out of so many jams, um, so many things where we would have to take a day off of work to actually go get it, our request filled in time. Uh, yeah, you can order them online, but then you still have to drive to the county. You can either, like if you need it immediately, you have to drive to the county where you got married and pick it up. Yep. Or wait for it to get mailed to you, and that means you have to wait for it to get processed. You have to wait for it to get through, you know, the whole mail process. It takes like what three weeks, month. I mean, it, oh, it, I it all, it all it depends. depends. All depends on what time of the year. And it depends on it. your county. It depends on how like True. on it your people are. Yeah. So at the very beginning, when you order your marriage certificates, because everybody needs a copy. I mean, we've been married three years, and we just came into another situation where we needed a, a certified copy of our marriage certificate. Couldn't be a copy on a 
you know, copier. That's, that's the biggest thing. Nobody wants a copy on copy or a stamped yeah. copy. You have to attach an actual certified copy to whatever you're shipping mm-hmm. in. Uh, they don't care if you printed it out of, on the printer. They don't care if you scanned it on the printer. They couldn't care less. They want the actual certified copy in their hands. Yep. And if you're changing your name, every single person needs a copy of that certified marriage certificate and some of them keep them. Some of them give them back. So you always kind of have like multiple copies in rotation, but sometimes they take them. And if you're mailing them to somebody and they say they're going to return it, that takes months. Like your passport, you can mail it to them and they will send back your original copy. But I mean, that took months for me to get back the original. Yeah, because they have to completely process the whole thing, the whole document, and then mail it back. So, And that's after you mailed it to them. So the whole process is ridiculously long. And then by that time, someone else is going to need three copies for something ridiculous. Right, right, right. So I think we ordered five. And at one point I got down to none, but then I got, I think, some back. So I would say at least five. Yeah. So I think we have like one or two left. I think we just got another one back because I did get my passport back when mine expired. So I think we're up to three. Okay. All right. There we go. Yeah. But I mean, this has been three years. And so we don't even know where all of our copies are, if they need them. The passport just came back and we're about to celebrate our three year anniversary. Yeah. But I did do that later, to be fair. But But still in the same year, though. Yeah, I waited for my passport to expire and then took care of the expiration so, and the name change in the same, like, one fell swoop. Yeah, so it was, like, two years, basically, for them to send back the passport one. Yeah. That's a lot. And I know that varies by everybody, but, I mean, you know. It's just, it, it. that's my biggest piece of advice. Somebody gave me that advice, and I was like, okay, that seems crazy, but, you know, I'll do it. And. I'm so, so glad I did. So I want to pass that advice on to as many people as I possibly can. And the big thing is it's what, $10 a copy. Yeah. So make sure to budget for that out of your wedding budget. Cause that you could, you could have your wedding and be like, Oh great. We had a fantastic wedding, but we're out of money. And then now we need marriage certificates yeah. and we don't yeah. have any money. Uh, yeah. And you got to pay for shipping too. Yep. So that is my hot tip. And so my hot tip is that, it's during the actual wedding itself. Um, make sure in your mind kind of mentally to remember everything and appreciate all the moments of your wedding. Pictures and videos really only do um, a certain amount. Like we love looking back on our pictures of our wedding day and watching our video, but I mean, it doesn't capture everything. And that's the biggest thing is making sure you're in every moment and not getting distracted. Mm-hmm. Uh, one big thing that we say is we are still people are still telling us to this day like oh that person was at your wedding and we're like oh they were like they weren't any pictures they weren't any video and honestly like they might have just passed right by me and i never saw them Mm -hmm. and so it i want to know everybody was there because the big thing about weddings is this is the only time ever that all of these people will be in the same room together and they're all there for you so you want to appreciate that they showed up for you Mm -hmm. and you want to be with them um, kind of just to add on tip is if you lose your wife in the middle of the wedding, make sure to go find her. Uh, yeah. cause everybody wants to see you two together. Yeah. We got kind of separated at our wedding. I think that is really good advice. You know, people are there to celebrate your marriage. And so it's nice. It's a nice thing to do for your guests. If you walk around together. Yeah. That's something we didn't do. And I, I really wish we did. We, uh, we didn't. 
like trying it's hard it's a it's hard tough. thing to do you get pulled in many different directions for different things everybody has someone's cousin or something that yeah. they want you to meet that you've never met before and the biggest thing is just stay together and go see everybody so that you can tell them thank you and you can say I appreciate you coming and celebrating your day with us. And then you remember and you have those moments with those people forever. Yeah. And it's a good way to kind of, if you go around together, then you saw everybody, you checked off the list. They saw you both, but I mean, it's just something that they want to see if they're coming to their wedding, they would like to see you together. But it is, I mean, it is really hard to stay together except for like the big moments, the cake cutting, the first dance, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, your family is going to pull you one way your spouse's family is going to pull them another way. And or it's sure. like you have just friends that came in town to see you. Yeah. I have friends that came in town to see me. Like it just, you have like hard. sticking together is the best thing. And then we kept thinking, Oh, we'll do it in a minute. We'll do it in a minute. But something you also don't realize your day goes by so fast. Yeah. It's something it completely catches up on you. And I know everyone says this, but it's a real thing. Your day just flies by because you're having such a great time. You're with all the people you love. You know, you're, having the best time of your life and then all of a sudden it's over Mm -hmm. you're like crap i didn't do this didn't do that didn't see this person didn't see that person and it just it just kind of flies by yeah and then it's over i mean the goal is to only do this once so right (laughs) i mean so you're only gonna have the one wedding day so it's it's important to kind of try and do the best you can i mean there's some things that just come up but try really hard to stay in the moment and stay with your spouse if you can um and another kind of just advice dance oh yeah everybody loves like a wedding that doesn't have a live dance floor to i mean in our mind we're always the people who go out on the dance floor to every single wedding we rearranged so, our entire wedding so that our guests like most people do their pictures and then come in like they have cocktail hour while they do their pictures and then everybody eats together we didn't do that we rearranged the entire day so that our guests were already having dinner while we did our pictures. Yeah. So that way, when we got there, everybody was done so we could add on time to dance more. Exactly. And wedding, we, I think our wedding was really fun. It was a great time. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, so make sure to have a live dance floor because everyone loves it. Uh, everyone, even like, let's say the older people in your family or the people you would never expect in your family to come out and dance. We had that happen. Yeah. We had a ton of people that you, like, in your wildest dreams did not think they would come out on the dance floor but everybody had a great time together yeah and by live dance floor he doesn't mean live band he means like we had a dj just 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 a happening dance floor make sure you make sure you give people the opportunity exactly if people don't see you two dancing Mm -hmm. they're gonna think it's kind of weird or if they don't have like there's not people always on the dance floor other it's difficult to get people to join a dance Mm -hmm. floor but if you're some of the first people there they will gladly come and support you. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even if you know you're on a tight budget or whatever, put together a playlist and just play it. Yeah, just play it. Easy as that. I mean, just put a little, uh, a couple seconds between each song. Yeah. You know, easy as that. That'll do it. All right. So I think those are our hot tips. Yeah, that was a lot. I gave a lot of tips. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> good. I mean, we wanted to do this last week. I kind of failed on my part. <laughs> bit I said look it's fine I gave this I gave this assignment and then I didn't do it you recover um so on Instagram we asked for some Q&A's so we wrote down the questions that we got and we're gonna answer them for you and we kind of had to sum a couple up because apparently there were a lot of people that asked about babies and the plus twos on kids and such like that I mean 
Y'all, I had to go on Instagram and address the fact that we would address the kid thing <laughs> on the podcast. So that people would stop putting I was the like, kid thing. please come up with other questions. I promise we will talk about kids. Yeah. Do we want to tackle the kid thing first or just... <laughs> We can. I mean, we can just get out of the way, just rip that bandaid off. I know, but also, are people going to turn it off because this is what they came to hear? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> nah, I, I don't think they'll turn it off. They love us. Oh, okay. Our third episode, you did love us. Yeah. <laughs> We're just quality content. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I kind of combined all of them. So when are we having kids? How many kids do we want? Do we want kids? I put all of those in, like, one question. We can address the whole thing together. So let's tackle number three. Do we want kids? I say I think it would be great to have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think right now we're in a ready point to have kids. I, I don't agree. Think. But people always tell you you're never ready. You never think you're ready. But I really just don't, I really feel, don't think we're ready. I don't feel comfortable right now having a child and being responsible for it. Um, yeah, I think financially we're not ready. I think we're, I mean, we're renting our house. I would like to buy a house that is. That's the biggest thing. You know. I want to be in a place that we're going to stay in a long time and a kid's going to grow up. Me too. Um, So I think financially we're not ready. I think in life we're not ready. We're not, I say this all the time. We're not like social media fake happy. You know, people are always like, you don't believe what you see on social media. People only portray the best. I mean, I actually. This is annoying, but like we're really happy. <laughs> I mean, we enjoy being together. We like each other. We like our lives kind of as it is. That doesn't mean that we don't want kids. It just means we're we're happy right now. We're happy living right now in the moment uh, yeah. as we are, like you said, not really financially ready, not really mentally ready. Uh, we want to kind of check a couple things off. You know, we never mm-hmm. want... We don't, we don't want to end up at a point like, oh, God, we never did that because we had this child. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. because this came up, this came up. We never did this and never did that. You know, we want to have some things checked off our list. But also at the same time, we still want to be young for our kids. Yeah. And we don't want to be, you know, the old decrepit parents on the playground. Uh, right. So we want to be able to check things off after as well. But we won't. I feel like I want to do a couple more things before we actually settle. Like, okay, yeah. settle down is a bad word because we are settled yeah, down. Yeah, we're settled, married. But... but to actually have kids, be committed to them, um, all of our time, all of our time, and like because I of really, our... I think we'll be those kinds of parents who, not that we like totally shut out the rest of the world, but we're gonna we're gonna put a lot of effort into our kids. We want them to grow up to be nice people and exactly. I'm not gonna. I will never ignore my kids. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be right. with them as much as I possibly can. We'll definitely always put them first. So right oh, now, without without. yeah. Without. So right now, we're just kind of putting ourselves first yeah. for a little while exactly. and just enjoying the time that we have together. And you know. And, I mean, I'm not naive enough to think that it's going to be easy for us to have kids. I know there are plenty of people that struggle. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if we are... We have it built into our hypothetical timeline to start at a point. Right. And then at a different point, if things haven't happened, to maybe look into other options. I know you spent a lot of time in the the nonprofit agencies, Mm -hmm. uh, not agencies, but the nonprofit world with organizations who help out foster kids Mm -hmm. and everything like that. And I mean, honestly, if we can't have children ourselves, I would love to give a child the 
you know, the, the option to get out of the foster program, at least, I mean, I know the big thing about foster is to get them back with their parents once yeah. they're in a better Look spot. Look at you. You've been listening to me all these years. Look at it. <laughs> oh so the big thing is to get them back with their parents in the end. Yeah. But I want to give a child a life that's not in a hotel room. That's me I know too. that's one of the big things uh, when you were at UMCH mm-hmm. is that a lot of the children are actually in hotel rooms as babies. They yeah. have a ton of children in just like these hotel rooms because there's just no space for them. Yeah. And I would love oh to give. Oh my gosh, you really did listen to me. <laughs> I would love to give them a home to go to while their parents are struggling or anything like that. And when their parents are able to figure it out, you know, they, they're able to have their child back in their life yeah. or have their child in their life through the process. I never want to, but if that doesn't happen, open our home to that child, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe adopt, you know, maybe but too. that's adopting is usually for those who don't know about the foster care industry. Adopting is usually the last case scenario. Yeah. You really want the child to go back to their own home and have a great life with their family. Mm-hmm. And the thing you're providing is a ba- safe place for them. Exactly. In the meantime. And that's something we want to do. I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but even if we do have kids, that's something we want to explore anyway just because I spent so much time kind of working in that world it's something that's important to me and it's clearly you paid attention so yeah. I think it's something important to you too now but um it's just that's that's an option for us I mean we have an option a b c and d I mean I feel like we're planners so yeah 100%. while it's not the time right now I think when it is the time mm-hmm. we have some plans yeah and um, okay, so when are we having kids? TBD. TBD. We have a plan in place, so when that plan starts, we have kind of a timeline after that. But when that plan actually starts is TBD. TBD. I mean, I'm not a spring chicken, but I'm not, not old. Spring chicken. I'm not old yet either. I think I still have some wiggle room before, you know, that biological clock okay. is over. <laughs> so how many kids do we want? I would like two. At least two. I think at least two. Uh, hopefully this is envisioned, but I feel like I'm going to be stuck with all girls, uh, is one boy, one girl. (laughs) I just feel like you've put the juju everywhere in the world, you know, not a bad juju, but just the juju in the world that we're going to end up with all girls. So maybe if we have two girls, we try for a third. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know. We, we don't, we haven't gone that far yet. No. We um, have a timeline to a, to the first one. And then after that. It's a figure it out from there. Yeah. So I say two, but honestly, I was one of three and I love my siblings and we had a great childhood. So I would be okay with three. Yeah. We'll I mean, yeah, three. <laughs> we'll see how two goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's all how they are when they, when they're here. And it's all how we're able to handle children. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big, but we also have a fantastic support system around us. So that's something that will always help. We also have a really cute dog and a really cute cat. So we do. We they're, they're our children for now. Exactly. We love our pets and we wouldn't rather anything else right now. So the answer to all of that is please stop freaking out when I make announcements on Instagram. It doesn't mean I'm pregnant. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, to be honest, though, when it does happen, then they're not going to say it. You're going to be like, why is no one guessing it? Well, I'm not. I mean, honestly, if I'm teasing an announcement, that means I want you to pay attention enough, which means it's probably some big launch on the blog. 
Yeah. You know, when I'm pregnant, I'm just going to throw it out there. Well, I guess a launch on the blog is being pregnant because your blog kind of transforms at that point, right? No. No? I'm not going to be a mommy blogger. You're not going to be a mommy blogger? No. Oh, okay. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like I've kind of built this audience and, you know, a following of what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I'm not going to do a complete 180 because then I lose those people that were really sure. following me. The people who enjoyed listening to you and such like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. How did we do that? I mean, I may sprinkle in a post here and there, but A, I'm not even going to pretend like I'm an expert on that situation. <laughs> like, babies kind of make me uncomfortable right now. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I may sprinkle a post in here and there, but no, I'm not going to be a mommy blogger. There are plenty out there, and they are excellent, and they know all the things. They do a great job and of I'm research. And I'm not even going to pretend like I can compete with that. So, if I were to have children, I would stay a lifestyle blogger. The beauty of being a lifestyle blogger is you can talk about kind of whatever you want. So I that does punch, mean podcast. that does mean I can sprinkle in some posts if I need to. But honestly, and Nima's here. If you hear her in the background, that's our cat. Yeah. Um, but yes, no, I will not be a full time mommy blogger. Okay, it's good to know. I never do. I never asked you that though. Yeah, no, that so, was that was not my plan. Just you know, you might see our kids born on Instagram because. I have a feeling they're going to be cute. Maybe. <laughs> Hope they get your hair. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. What's next? All right. How do we solve arguments? How do we solve arguments? Uh, so this is something I learned kind of quick uh, when Helen and I were dating slash when we first moved in together. Helen is very much a person that needs time alone mm -hmm. uh, when she gets upset so I learned very quickly that now is not the time to discuss it. Uh, mm -hmm. Give it some time. And then you can always come back to it and you can talk about it. But when something happens in that moment is usually not the time to talk about it. That's yeah. the way that I take it. I do not like confrontation. So when I'm upset, I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> Which is probably not the most healthy way to do it. But... I don't, I'll get more upset if we fight. So actually we don't fight that much. We but do, I we feel do like some timeouts, but. I feel like from the beginning of our relationship to where we are now, we talk a lot more because I've learned to kind of give you your time mm -hmm. and then we talk about it. So we yeah. still talk about it, but it just gives you your time that you can not feel like it's confrontational. You can kind of just talk in a normal mm -hmm. average, like, okay, this is what happened. Yeah. And, you know, I'm really healthy and I like to bottle things up for a long time and then bring it up years later. When I think we've moved on. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so basically, I mean, the biggest thing about this is to know your spouse. Uh, knowing your spouse is going to be the best thing for your arguments. Everyone deals with confrontation differently and every relationship is completely different. So mm -hmm. the biggest thing is to know each other and the better you know each other, the better you're going to be able to go through confrontations or go through disagreements is the way I look at it. Yeah. I think that's good. All right. What was your favorite vacation? My favorite vacation. Um, honestly, we're kind of spoiled. So we're spoiled because Helen won a trip when we were oh, dating yeah. uh, to Jamaica. 
And yeah, on the radio. Yeah. Which or I feel it was, like never happened. It was one of those radio things that you just text to win and you think, oh, there's no way they actually give this away. No, they give it away they because did. we went to Jamaica for free. for free. We spent $100 in tips for yep. the weekend that we were there, the long weekend that we were there. It was all expenses paid, everything. Mm-hmm. The flight was paid for. Once we got there, all the drinks were free, everything was free, and mm-hmm. we just had a fantastic time. So when we went to our honeymoon, that's exactly what we did. We did yeah. an all-expenses-paid resort. Anytime you're going to a tropical destination. But we paid for it this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Trust me. All expenses were paid Still, by us, but yeah. it was all inclusive. But if you look at how much, if you're going to enjoy yourself at the resort, mm-hmm. it's definitely, it definitely makes more sense to do an all-inclusive. Um, if you want to go out, if you go to a place where you want to go out and explore, then it makes more sense to do a regular type of resort that you're going to pay for stuff when you get there. But for us, we very much like to chill mm-hmm. um, in our time down, like just relax on the beach. Helen gets yeah. an umbrella. I sit in the sun and we just kind of, we kind of hang out and we love to just not really move much. Cause I feel like we're always moving. It yeah. I mean, our, we have something going on all day, every day, seven days a week. And so when we get downtime, I mean, if we have a weekend where we don't have anything going on, we are so lazy. And yeah. so going on vacation, we don't want to be tired when we get back. We don't we don't want to need a vacation from our vacation. Yeah. So when we go on vacation, and I think there's a difference between like vacations and like weekend trips, because we do do some weekend trips where we pack everything in. But exactly. vacation, like if we're going to a beach, I don't want to move. Yeah. If I'm going to a tropical climate, I'm going to want to stay still. If I'm going to Europe, I'm going to want to move the whole time, go look at as much as I possibly can. But if I'm going to Jamaica, I'm going to sit my my ass on the beach. (laughs) I'm going to tip my bartender very well so that they bring me drinks. And I don't even have to get up and go to the bar. That's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. By about the... (laughs) Third or fourth day of our honeymoon, um, our Leobardo. Yeah, Leobardo, our bartender knew us, but our server, he was, I think he was new to that week. Um, and our bartender would just send drinks to us. And this guy And he was, knew like at what time of the day we drank what. Yeah. And he and this server would come up to us and be like, I'm supposed to give these to you. And we're, we're like, like, Oh, thanks thank so, much. so much. We're like, this is great. And to be fair, we had like the honeymoon package. So we were on like the VIP part of the beach. Yeah. Again, we paid for it. So like <laughs> we were on the VIP part of the beach. We were at a resort that did have kids. So it was like adults only, a very small like VIP portion of the beach. Mm-hmm. But I think the trick was to tip very well up front. And we talked to him a lot. And the we first did. couple we of days, the first couple of days, we spent a lot of time at the bar and just talked to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got to know him a little bit, and you know, he asked what we liked, you know, things like that. And we told him our story, he told us his story, and it was it was fun. I mean, but we apparently had a, we had a routine because by day three, he knew what hour we drank what drink. Yeah, and like he, he, gave us, he gave us fruity drinks at certain times, yeah. mojitos at other times. Like he just he just kind of sent them over to us, and we just gladly accepted them, basically. Yeah. That's and at the end, um, I don't know if we posted this photo, but we did take a photo with him. Uh, yeah, we Leob- did. Leob- Leobardo is a very small man. He came up. He is a gem. He's he's great. I think he he was shorter than you, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, God bless Leobardo. Whatever, yeah. whatever he's doing right now. Yeah. God bless that man. That's a great man. He's a very nice man. Yes. So that, our honeymoon was probably my favorite vacation, I think. Paying for the honeymoon package was a good idea because we got massages and we got... We got to go to the spa, and then we did the day on the 
um, the the catamaran mm-hmm. we did so I think, I think we got additional uh, restaurants that were open to us on yeah. the resort because on the resort there were five different restaurants that we could go to and you can eat as much as you want but only I think two or three of those were only under the VIP package but we were able to access the VIP package through the honeymoon package which mm-hmm. was cheaper than paying for the VIP um, so yeah. that's kind of how we did it yeah plus you got like a jacuzzi on your balcony and like all that stuff so. And we needed we needed a certified marriage license for that. Yeah, so back to that. Yeah, 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 you did. But that we could just we didn't actually have to bring a certified one because we wouldn't have those yet. Yeah. Because we left at like six AM the day after our wedding. But we did have to make a copy, so that was hard because usually whoever officiates your wedding signs your license and then they mail it off. off. Yeah. And we needed a copy of it. So we took it home and had to copy it and then made sure somebody from the wedding Mailed it off so yeah. that we were legally married. So, <laughs> but I think that was my favorite vacation. What was your favorite vacation? Like, not locally, but nearby where we could drive. Nearby? Mm-hmm. Mine was Nashville, I think, or Charleston. I, I think Charleston was the best. Um, I do love Nashville, but mm-hmm. I think Charleston was so much fun. Charleston was, um, I think, it, I mean, it was a little spur of the moment. It wasn't exactly planned. Uh, but we were – the best thing about Charleston is there's – not the best thing, but one of the great things about Charleston is there's a marina basically right next to downtown. Mm-hmm. It's inside the city. And something I found on Airbnb is you can rent people's boats to stay on. So you're not out driving the boat or anything like that, but you're there to stay on. So we actually stayed on an old sailboat mm-hmm. in the marina, which was great because when we got back, we were able to go sit on the bow, enjoy you know enjoy a drink, and look up at the stars, which is – it was awesome. February, so I'm not gonna lie, it was a little chilly. Yeah, we had we had jackets on while we did it, but we still were able to do it, and I thought it was an amazing experience. And Charleston has so much history and just mm-hmm. so much great things going on for it. Mm-hmm. So many great things going on for it that I I'm with you. I think that was I that think was that was fun. And that was one of those where it was a vacation, sure, but it was jam-packed. Like it was one of those where we oh, probably yeah. needed a day off after our vacation. Yeah, we probably should have taken an extra day in Charleston and just sat around. Yeah, so I think that was one of my favorites. I also love Nashville. But Nashville, I think we did less sightseeing and more just... Having fun. Having fun. This is the way I would put it. Yeah, uh, I agree. We had we had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we did. We went our first anniversary to Nashville. Yep. First or second? This is our first. First. Cool. All right. What's next? What do you wish you had done differently on your wedding day? Um... I think we've already kind of talked about this, but the thing that I wish we did differently was kind of stay together more. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were certain points that, uh, during the day that we kind of got separated. Uh, we did come back together eventually, but having that time together through the whole day is something special. Um, I think we had some of that, but I don't think we had it through the whole experience. So I definitely would have wanted to stick together more mm-hmm. and walk around to the tables and, you know, say thank you for coming it's nice to see you how are you doing you know just have a little chat with everyone and what i wish we had done differently was i wish we had done a seating chart um we didn't because well the real reason we didn't we didn't we had a lot of people at our wedding we got married in my hometown there was two venues that could hold the amount of people that we needed to invite Mm -hmm. um and so not everybody could have a date we were one of the first people out of your friend group, not necessarily mine, but out of your friend group to get married. And there were a lot of people who were not seriously dating people. So they were just going to bring 
randos, honestly. A lot of people we, we haven't met. I mean, some we have met, but not very well. And so I don't think we were willing to cut out the people that we really wanted to be there so that the people that we did want to be there could have a date. Also, to some of those dates that especially are now wives and um, fiancés, we know you would have been on the list, but we can't do that for like we got to yeah. make a one like. Well, and you have to think about this. You have to three make years rule. ago, so that's a good point. I mean, some of these people were just like barely dating. Yeah, and you got to make a rule for everyone, like mm-hmm. a steadfast rule for everyone, because if you make exceptions, people are going to think that you pick and chose, and it's really not fair to all your friends. However, we did not think that everybody would abide by this rule. So I did not make a seating chart because I didn't want to have to deal with the backlash of people who brought a date that we're not supposed to and that we didn't have anywhere for them to sit. I just didn't trust everybody to not bring a date. If I'm being honest from both sides, my friends and yours, you know, Mm -hmm. people who didn't get one, I didn't trust that everybody would not bring them. And that felt like a disaster if people brought a date who weren't supposed to, and we did not put a seat for them. And that felt like it was going to just spitball into it. Well, and that goes back to being the first ones of our friend groups really to get married. I mean, you had a couple, but Mm -hmm. realistically, a lot of it was uh, I was the first in my friend group to really get married. Mm -hmm. And no one really knows how to handle invitations. So a lot of times on the invitation, it'll say your name plus and guest on the actual invitation. And that way, you know, you have a plus one. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that if you haven't been to a lot of weddings or you haven't been around it a lot. So exactly like Helen was saying, we were worried about people not knowing that and bringing a guest anyway. Yeah. So I just didn't want there to be mad drama when people brought a date and there was nowhere for their date to sit. And then they're, you know, I just thought that was going to be messy. So we decided not to do a seating chart. However, I wish that we had because it still ended up being messy trying to figure out where people were going to go. So I wish we had done that. I also wish that we had spent more money on our photographer. I think our pictures are fine, but that is the only thing that you get to keep from your wedding day. I mean, the memories and the marriage and all that, you know, what else? But (laughs) okay. (laughs) Just kidding. But, um, the pictures are really all you have after everything. Mm -hmm. And so while I like my pictures and I think they're fine, I wish we had maybe cut in other areas and spent more money on a photographer. I mean, we still paid for a photographer, but it was like a tier two level. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with us was maybe we should have had two photographers was our big thing because we have great photos of us together. um, And, our stage shots and things like that. Yeah, I wish but, we had more. Okay, well, could have asked for more. But uh, <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. True, hundred percent. You think you're getting? Yeah. So always ask for more is a good is, is a good learning mm-hmm. thing right there. Um, but so during the reception, I feel like you couldn't capture everything that was going on. See, and I actually think our reception pictures are good. Oh, you do? I, I think wish. I think the opposite. I think we have great just you and me photos, and our reception pictures are. See, lackluster. I think I think I was so concerned about getting family photos and friend photos and everything. I think uh-huh. the thing that's really lacking is pictures of you and me on our wedding day. Okay. Just you know, looking at the pictures to post on our anniversary. Yeah. Like the pool is very small of what I can post. You know. Okay. Okay. So. And, you know, the photos are fine, 
But there are such talented, especially living in Atlanta. I mean, it's such a creative city and everybody's, you know, there's so many talented photographers. I wish we had really like taken the time instead of I'm once I got into like wedding planning mode, I was just like, check it off, check it off, check it off, check it mm-hmm. off. I wish I had really taken my time on that and picked like the perfect photographer. That's a good point. Someone who's going to go the extra mile for you mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. I agree with that. Because really, I mean, at the end of the day, who cares about your food? Who cares about all of that? Like, that's what you get to keep. No one's going to remember the food. No one's going to really remember it. They're going to remember if they had a good time or a bad time overall. Uh, but for you, it's what, like like Helen said, it's what you keep. It's what you get to look back on. And I just think this is some like general wedding planning advice. You really need to think about when you get worked up about stuff is like, who the heck cares? If you're getting worked up about dumb details, like who cares? If you're the only person... If you're having a meltdown because you're the only one who cares, like you need to just let that go. Yeah. Or if like this is a vision that just you had or just well, you and I your wedding planner that's had. okay. If it's something you would think about your entire life and it's important to you. But I mean, if it's just something that you're getting worked up about, like if it's really important to you, but you need to think about like what is actually important to you, you know, like whether or not you have white or gold chairs, like who cares? Who cares? Like, I'm not thinking about my chairs when I'm five years old, you know, but somebody might. You just need to think about what is important to you and not get worked up. And for the love of God, do not be a bridezilla. You're going to lose your friends. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> like, if you are a bridezilla, you will lose your friends. And this one day that was supposed to be so important will cost you all your people. You know, it happens. I mean, I get it. There were things that I got worked up about, but they were important to me. But there's just those small, small details. And so you need to think about, like, are you getting worked up about this? Is this really worth getting worked up over? And, I mean, getting worked, like, everything being important, is everything really important to you? Right. Or are these specific things important to you? Yeah. You so you need, need to, to, you need to kind of plan it out to be like, this is important. This is what I really want to focus on. Mm-hmm. If these things didn't happen, it's not the end of the world. And you're the only person that doesn't know that these people don't have it. Right. Right. I mean, your guests, they're not going to notice if the small detail went wrong. You know, you'll know, but you'll know it's not exactly what you wanted. But I mean, your guests are not going to know. And at the end of the day, the number one thing you need to focus on is the fact that you're getting married. Like, if that's a background thing, if the whole production of the wedding is more important and then you forget that you're like actually getting married, you may need to reevaluate that too. Yeah, for those who just want to fulfill their dreams since they were in the fifth grade, you might want to you might want to look into who you're marrying instead of getting married itself. Right. Look, make sure this is the person you want to get married to, not the fact that you want to get married at 23 or want to get married at this time, have kids at this time. Find the person that's right. Don't. I mean, if it happens when you're 30, it happens when you're 30. You know, right. being with that person that's gonna make the Sunday's better than just the Friday nights is that's, country music. that's the key. <laughs> that's a very country music thing to say. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'll get off my soapbox now, but I just, I think that weddings have gotten so massive with Pinterest. And yeah. I just think the Pinterest of it all is making people a little bit crazy. Correct. Yeah, and you just need to tone it down. Like find the three things that you actually care about and like go to bat on those I mean, okay, the five things that you really care about and go to bed on this. Because there were things that I really did Well, listen, this list is already growing. We've been talking about it for two seconds. Okay, but I mean, there were things that I cared about. But then I feel like I was very chill about everything else. 
you know? He's nodding. He's not going to say it out loud. But I was, I feel like I was a pretty chill bride. He's nodding. He's not saying anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, yeah, yeah. We had a few moments, but. My, 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 yeah, I think the biggest thing with, like, my guys was um, the not, one big thing that your bride is going to focus on is not being drunk when you get up there to the actual altar. Which, I mean, yes, 100% agree to you. But I kind of well, took that to another degree and had no one drink. And then all of a sudden we found out that the whole bridal party had been drinking since 9 a.m. I not, did not do that. Though. Yeah, but not like – but I didn't like provide the alcohol. No, you didn't. Anything. You didn't. But I, I told the guys. I was like, guys, I was like, you can do whatever you want at the reception. I don't care. Just kind of chill now. Um, well, I mean, okay, so I love your friends, and everybody has grown up <laughs> since then, and so True. you guys are listening. It was, it was three years ago. I love y'all so much. Like, love you guys. You're wonderful. There is a difference between your friends and my friends at that time. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, sure. Okay. Thank you. We're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anything else? Wedding planning. We'll just—I just kind of like went into wedding planning advice. If no, the I mean, question was originally, "What do you wish you had done differently?" Yeah, I mean that's everything for me. Okay, cool. Okay, what was the biggest adjustment when you moved in together? Um, I mean, honestly, by the time I had roommates in college, I didn't have a ton of adjustments. Uh, a lot of what you learn about roommates in college is kind of being cognizant of other people live in your area. Mm-hmm. So when you're having, when you have food that you've cooked or something, you put it away because you know that someone might need to use the stovetop or anything like that. So, I mean, that's always something. Um, It's a little different when you are with your spouse, I I would say. Uh, You're more careful with it than you are with your roommates. But a lot of basic things that you learn with your roommates, you kind of treat like your spouse. I mean, same kind of thing. I think it changes a little bit. Um, when you get a place together, mm-hmm. um, because you have to be like, I couldn't just come in and decorate the entire house. Like, that's a good point. While you, I think you would give me kind of freedom to do that. It's nice to be considerate and mm-hmm. kind of ask your opinion. I mean, you have to live here too. So I, I want to make that. sure that like what we're doing in the house is what you want too. You know, yeah. like I'm not going to come in and paint a room bright pink without asking you, but, but even the little things like, do you like this picture? Do you want to hang it up here? Like. True. Yeah. I know? mean, I, I definitely appreciated that. Um, another thing living with your spouse, if you are like the one of the family who fixes everything or um, the one who does all of like the really heavy labor and such, that's kind of something on you that you. You, you did for yourself previously and maybe you had roommates that did it for themselves and now you do it for two people. Right. Like let's say if your car needs their brake pads changed or something like that. Like I'm I'm the one that changes both of our brake pads or something. Yeah. You know, something like that. Like you have to think about you're doing that for twice the people now instead of just yourself. I will say you are the better roommate out of the two of us, I think. Oh, I appreciate that. Did you agree? <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Helen I didn't say is that. alive and well. You said that. I didn't I say mean, that. I'm fully aware out of this relationship who is the better roommate. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, I get that you do a lot more around the house. You fix all the things. I'm just kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm messy for sure. 
like you I, are you are a bit messy but i have had messy roommates before so i'm not exactly I'm not, freaked out by it it's just but that you'll pick you'll clean it though i don't think i'm it just dirty i think i'm messy like, yeah that's a good way to put it like yeah. i'm not dirty i'm messy yeah like i just kind of like leave my shoes wherever they fell off and yeah it's nothing nothing's really dirty it's just a bunch of mostly clothes clothes everywhere clothes <laughs> shoes uh you know, just a bunch of stuff, open packages, like, especially a lot of times for the brand, um, because you get packages in the mail, mm -hmm. you want to, you want to wait to have like an opening for the package and the package might sit there for four or five days. Like, and there's the package and the box that it comes yeah, in. And it's, right. like, it's like, all right, it's taking up a lot of space here, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like those are. Yeah. I think out of the two of us, you are the better roommate. Yeah. I'd say messy, not dirty. That's a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Like, I can't stand dishes in the sink. Like, there are things that bother me. Mm -hmm. But clothes is just not one of them. Yeah. Um, okay. What is the strangest thing that the other one does? So, like, what do I think the strangest thing you do? And what do you think the strangest thing I do is? So, the strangest thing for me was definitely when we uh, were first living together. And I had to kind of get used to the blog in general. And, like, when you get more serious about it. Uh, a lot of times you'll come into just random photo shoots that were set up and your whole living room might be changed and just <laughs> kind of left that way. And you walk in after work and you're like, well, this is interesting. I wonder what happened here. <laughs> like, did a bomb go off or like, what? How did we change this? Or there's like I'm lights. Punctuate, okay. Yeah. Like Get that natural light. There's lights set up in a kitchen on one plate. And I'm like, what? What? what's going on? And like, <laughs> So that would be my weirdest thing. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's fair. To come into your house where I've totally rearranged it. It's a fair thing. Um, I think the weirdest thing you do is you break out into song quite frequently, but you know the words to nothing. Yeah. Zero songs. I, I don't feel like that's a problem. I feel like... I didn't say it's a problem. I said it's the weirdest thing you do. <laughs> Look, when inspiration strikes, you got to kind of just go with it, right? Yeah, you were singing Rihanna earlier. You thought it was Katy Perry, and you only knew the first two words of the song. And then you just kind of freestyle from there. I mean, everyone knows what you're singing. Let's be real. Yeah, your freestyles are interesting. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that's probably the weirdest thing you do. Okay, all right. Um, okay, what is your favorite thing about being married? My favorite thing about being married um, would just kind of be looking, kind of looking forward to everything we're doing. I mean, mm -hmm. I love what we're doing now and looking forward into the future of just kind of how we're going to grow and how we're going to grow together. Um, I just get excited about it. And it's something that I look forward to every day when I wake up. You're cute. Um... I think the best part about being married is, like, the solidity of your relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, dating's cool. Engagement's actually terrible. I hated – not that I hated being engaged, but out of all the years we've been together, the eight months we were engaged, I think, was the hardest. By the time you get used to being engaged, you're not engaged anymore. So, it's real. And it's just stressful. I mean, you're trying to plan a wedding – you got a lot going on. I mean, there's just a, a lot happening during engagement. You yeah. got a lot of opinions coming at you about how your marriage should be, about how your wedding should be. There's a lot of people who put in a lot of input. And it's just, you get knocked down during that. But marriage, it's just like, it's so official. And 
it's so much paperwork to break up. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I mean, I'm not. It wow. is a lot of paperwork to break up. <laughs> so this is why we're together. No, no, absolutely not. But I mean, I just like, like that person is your partner, no matter what. Like you have a person in your court. You have a person that you can rely on. Like, I just like, like, I feel like dating is so fragile, but marriage feels like very strong and stable to me. Okay. Yeah. So I like, I like I think being married is the best. All right. I think that was all of our questions. So do we want to end on some final newlywed advice? Let's do it. You know, like I said, we're so wise after our three years of marriage. Oh gosh. Everyone should listen to us. We know exactly what we're doing. But I mean, we're happily married. So it works for us. It works for us. So some final, let's give some newlywed advice. Okay. I think you should pick your battles. All right. You want to go into that more? Yeah. Like, do you agree? I mean, I do agree. I, I agree. There's things that could upset you or something, but really it's not that big of a yeah, deal. Like I why, mean, why I, worry about it? I think if you're going to die on that hill, you better be ready to die on that hill. Like there's just so many things that can come up that first year that I think you need to be careful about what you're willing to go to bat for because the battle could turn into a war exactly like there's a certain there are certain things you can easily adjust to some people would rather not adjust to them but i mean if you love the person i feel like adjusting to something small or something that really isn't that big of a deal isn't yeah like it's not a problem but if it's something you don't believe in Mm -hmm. and like it's something that you stand like steadfast against Go go ahead and die on that hill. Like go ahead and make yeah. sure they know. Because I mean, there's no way you should you should never not communicate with your spouse if something that bothers you. But if it's something that's not that big of a deal, just like yeah. be like, oh, you know, it's I wouldn't have chosen that, but okay, let's yeah, go with it. Just, you know, yeah. I mean, you, I think really picking your battles that first year is important because that entire first year is such an adjustment yeah. that you just really kind of need to be flexible, be willing to compromise. Agreed. And then I also think you should remember to have fun. I think that first year should be the most fun year of marriage also. It can get, I mean, you can allow it to get stressful is mm-hmm. the thing. I don't, I think we did a good job of not allowing it to get stressful. Mm-hmm. We kind of just had fun, um, just hung out with a lot of people, stayed pretty active. Uh, so. Well, and we did things with each other. I mean, we planned fun trips and we did date night all the time. Yeah. I mean, we still do date night pretty often, even if our date nights are low key. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite date night. But it's still just our, time you and I. Yeah. Going back to our Halloween episode, my actual favorite date night is our spirit Halloween date night. Every year. <laughs> I love it. We go and we push every button at Spirit Halloween. Yeah. You got to do it before all the kids break it. Yeah, they will. Like the first week. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think you just need to remember to have fun. Like marriage does get stressful sometimes. And especially that first year. Mm-hmm. And you just need to remember that it's it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be nice and fun and happy. And the biggest thing throughout your marriage is remembering how to have fun with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so there's some marriages where people forget how to have fun with each other. You know how to check things off a list and you know how to get things done, but you forget how to enjoy time to spend, like enjoy the time that you spend together while you're checking things off a list or maybe taking 
a little detour while you're taking things off the list to go have a little fun, like mm-hmm. Spirit Halloween. Like, yeah, a lot it doesn't of have times, to be big. I mean, Netflix movie at your house. Yeah, or like Spirit Halloween for us, like we're really going to get our specialty cat food and eat dinner and such. Mm-hmm. We go to Spirit Halloween, we take a detour to Spirit Halloween to mm-hmm. go enjoy it together and have a good time. So you got to find what works for you. Uh, but the big thing is, is remembering how to have fun together. And I will say, I think one thing that's really, really successful for us is we do do things together. Like the mundane, everyday crap that nobody wants to do, like going to the grocery store and all that stuff. I mean, we run our errands together, which is not, I mean, people are busy, but I feel like we do, if we're both home, we go together. Yeah. One per like if we're both here and we're both uh, not having something that like one of us is working or something like that, we both go and we make the effort to go with each other instead of leaving one person at home watching football while the other one goes. And then you kind of, I mean, I'm not saying that everyone does, but you might end up resenting the person like, oh, they kind of been here, you know, what were they really doing? You know, things like that. Like, so if both of us are home and we're not actually like working for a company or something like that, we're going to go together and we're going to do it together. Like today we needed super glue and we made it a date. Yeah. We ended up going to dinner afterwards, but originally we were just going to go get super glue. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and then we were like, well, we can go to dinner while we're out. But, I mean... When we get more things for our Halloween costume and such like that, we, yeah, made a, turned, we made a bigger trip out of it for both of us instead of just one of us going and grabbing something and coming back. Yeah, but that could have very easily just been somebody running to grab super glue, but the yeah. fact that we turned it into... You just you got to grab date nights where you can. Like, yeah, 100%. Life is busy. And that's all like goes back to the kid thing, you know, when you have kids, you've got to be able to grab a date night when you can, or just grab a dinner when you can, if you're going out or something. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that really, really, I think that's part of the reason that we are as solid as we are is because we really, even though we're crazy and we're running around all the time, mm-hmm. we do a lot of stuff together, even the boring, mundane, Aaron like things. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I guess that's it for us. Happy anniversary, Beth. Yeah, happy anniversary. Three years. Great. We made it. We did? Uh, to three. I mean, we got a lot more to go. But. Yeah, I mean, it's like we got like five days right now, but whatever. No, I meant in life. Yeah, something like that. I meant yeah. in life, we've only made it three years. I, oh, I yeah. plan to be married to you a whole lot longer. I mean, until I die. Uh, that's, uh, that's what I'm working on. Which is no, hopefully when we're a thousand. That's what I'm working on. Eh, I don't know. I want to be able to, <laughs> I want to, be able to walk. That's real. <laughs> I don't want to be like that uh, woman in the wheelchair at Spongebob that's talking about chocolate. I wasn't allowed to watch Spongebob. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, everyone who did watch Spongebob and knows the chocolate woman, you know, Sorry. you know where I'm talking about. All right. Thank y'all for listening. Um, and thank you for your questions. We had some good ones. We have a lot about when, about kids, but we appreciate those too. And we're happy to talk about it. I just don't think our answer is what you guys wanted. But... <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate all the questions nonetheless, and we appreciate you listening. Yeah, I think we successfully got away with not giving an actual answer to the kids' question. I don't so. think we have an actual answer. I mean, exactly. We gave as much of an answer as we have. We don't, we don't have a date for you on that this yet. Is, this is what we know, and this is the information we gave you. Yeah. So, um, like we said at the beginning, if you're liking our podcast, we're on episode three, and you could subscribe and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it. I mean, and I then, think we're five-star people. Um, if you're not laughing with us, you can easily laugh at us. Absolutely. Go ahead. Or if you think our dog and cat are cute in the background, because they were very vocal this episode. Oh, Sorry, y'all. Anyway, um, 
We appreciate you listening. I have actually no idea what next week's podcast is about. We it's haven't gonna planned that It's going to be a surprise far. for everyone. It's going to be a surprise for everybody because we have not planned that far. But, um, yeah, this will drop on Tuesday. And just like every other episode, these, will, these episodes will go live on Tuesday. Yeah. So since it is Tuesday, if you're listening, have a great week. Um, it's just the start of your week. You're going to make it through. Uh, make sure to have fun where you can. I love it. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.